Well, hello and welcome back to this episode. Today, we are here to talk all about job adverts. So in terms of a process and a thing to get right, job adverts are way up there. And it's something I get asked a lot of questions about. I've reviewed a lot of other people's job adverts and I've written quite a few myself. I've been doing it for 12 years. I've been most recently writing a lot of job adverts for small business owners. I run an agency called Hiring Advantage and small businesses give their recruitment to me and I write them really punchy job adverts that attract and convert. And I cannot express how important it is to get this right in your hiring process because essentially if nobody knows about your job or they're not interested in it, you're not going to get anyone to apply and you're not going to get anyone to fill your role. So it is such a crucial step and you can have some real fun with it as well. Again, like everything else in recruitment, I talk about strategy and process and I'm a huge believer in having a good solid template. There's certain sections of your job advert, you've only got to get it right one time and then you can reuse it and recycle it and have that real brand awareness in your advert. So the first thing we can talk about is what is the purpose of a job advert? So really briefly, the purpose of your job advert is to inform of your vacancy. So to let people know that there's a job vacancy is to give a brief overview of what the role is and what the main requirements are and what the main tasks are that they'll be doing and an overview of your company. And then the third thing is to entice people and get them to apply. Very, very important, that last point. So not to be confused with a job description, A job advert is there to inform and attract. So inform and attract. So you want people to see that job advert, decide, yeah, I can do that job. I've got the right experience for it and get super freaking excited. Think of a job advert as the trailer to your movie, right? So when you go to the cinema, they're running the trailers at the start. They're only putting the highlights in there. They're informing of the movie, but they're not putting, you know, like big detail plot lines in there it's literally a little bit glamorous and a little bit exciting and it's giving you an overview so you think oh yeah that movie looks great it's relevant to my taste and I want to go see that that's exactly like a job advert so it's the trailer to your movie follow me (laughs) it's got to get people excited so we've talked a bit about the purpose of the job advert so the difference between job adverts and job descriptions and I've a few podcasts back I've got signs that you're ready to hire and then I've got the how the f or how the fuck do I get started with my hiring it's a couple of episodes back but that's where you want to be sort of designing your role and crafting your job description so job descriptions are a lot more lengthy than a job advert they've got the majority of the tasks in there in order priority what qualifications people need who the role reports into This document, not only a job description is something you give someone further along the line in the hiring process, but you also use it to describe what their jobs are and then you're using it as a tool to keep them accountable when they're in the job to make sure that they're filling that requirement. So a job description is something you give them in the hiring process just to further clarify it's something that they want and that they can do, but it's not there to attract them in. That's the purpose of your job advert. So in my mind... Someone sees a job advert, they think, yeah, that that sounds really cool and I think it's something I can do. I'm going to send my application in. 
I'm going to apply and then I'll have the next chat in the screening process to see whether in fact that job is right for me and then you do further in get investigation throughout your interview process and then you make a mutual decision whether the job's right. That's the way sort of recruiters think. So it's, it's like a matchmaking process all the way through. Must have in your job advert, so the sections that you have. So before we go into that, something to really, really think about. This job advert is to inform of your vacancy, but it is all about the applicant. They want to read that job advert. They need to get super excited and they need to be able to envision themselves in that role. So I generally follow the same pattern with my job section. So I'll have a heading at the start. And when we use job headings, and I'll go into this in a little bit more detail, they want to be relevant to your industry. They don't want to be really, really quirky. So I personally have a bit of a loathing when people talk about, you know, web ninjas or social media glamorazzi or anything that's really obscure because you can't search it and it's too vague right so if everyone in your industry is called a marketing manager or everyone who is called a virtual assistant or if everybody's called an operations manager or a business manager you need to stick with that common language that's relevant to your industry not something really obscure because it's not searchable it's something I work with on clients all the time when they're creating roles I actually will go and do the research on Seek, on Indeed, to make sure that the language is similar. You can differentiate your role in your company in the advert, but people typically, when they search for a job, they're they're looking for particular job titles, right? So first of all, your job title needs to be pretty standardized. Then underneath your job title, I have a couple of bullet points are key cells of the role. So I've got an episode... I think also a few before this, which really talks about selling points of small business. So I highly recommend you have a look at that. But you want two bullet points that has some really clear descriptions about your job. So one could be location, if it's in a physical location. Another could be about the flexibility of the role or whether it's full-time hours. There should also be something in one of your bullet points. So one is to inform, so full-time location and then the second bullet point should be to attract like what is awesome about this job so it's a hook and it's grabbing their attention so with me and and put yourself in the shoes of an applicant when you're applying for the job you want to know is it hours location something I, I can do and I'm interested in and why should I get excited so put yourself in those shoes the first section then of your job advert is going to be a little bit about your company And again, it should get the applicant really, really excited. So people tend to overdo this and overcook it and make it really, really long. It wants to be quite short and punchy, but it's giving people a little bit of a context as to the company, what sets you apart. And I actually call this section, what makes us different? Because you're not just another insert industry company, right? What makes you different? What makes you stand out? You can include things about what your clients say about you, when you started, if you had a bit of a unique journey in your business and where this person's going to fit into that. So that's a great way to flesh out that about your company section. Having those clear sections and not making the mistake of it's all about the tasks. 
So, and even when you're writing about tasks, like I said, you're talking to you, like you'll be doing this, you'll be doing that. Like that's pretty cool, right? So I'll go back to what the sections are, but language in job adverts really matters. So how often have you looked at an advert and gone, oh, it's not really for me, even if you would be completely qualified for it. Sometimes it's not really the explanation of the job description that puts you off. It could be the company, the industry is something you're really excited about, but the words they're using are not talking to you. A a really well-written job advert can be the difference between someone applying and not applying. So you don't have to be a perfect writer. I'm certainly not. I have all of my job adverts proofread and I use Grammarly and Spellcheck, but I've got lots of experience of writing adverts. A recent study on LinkedIn found that over 50,000 job descriptions on LinkedIn included words aggressive to describe a sales goal, the workplace or this desired attributes. However, the same research found that this could deter almost half of women applying, right? So think about this. If you were wanting to attract some women to apply for your job and you were talking about a sales role and you use the word aggressive, you could be turning that whole audience, so 50% of the population off from applying. So it is really important to look into the language and the tone of the voice that you're using in your job advert. And there's research by LinkedIn, just going back to that point, that shows how different genders respond to different word choices and some words that they all respond to. So people like hardworking. People like to see themselves as hardworking. They quite like that. They like to think that they're good at their job and they like confidence because people want to see themselves in that way. So you can hit them in the feels with those words. It's really important to use language that appeals to a wider range of candidates. You don't want to chop people off. So really important here is not to go really deep into abbreviations or acronyms or really, really specific language to your industry. Although you might think that everyone knows what that is. I can speak from personal experience. I've worked for different companies in recruitment and everyone uses recruitment lingo differently. To the point that I had to break my prior knowledge of the acronyms and the words they use for everything and relearn it. So don't take it as a given that everyone in your industry is going to understand those abbreviations, those acronyms, that jargon. Again, using key language and less acronyms. If people are using a Boolean search or there's SEO involved in the advertising process, and there is definitely on your job boards, they need to be able to search language and make it really, really clear. And also something really important to talk about. So is the brand and the tone of your advert and matching the your business's brand and tone. So your advert should be another marketing tool the same as your website the same as your social media it needs to line up with that and the brand and the tone need to be the same maybe ever so slightly more formal it's a it's a job advert but if you're really casual then you don't want an uber 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 professional job advert because you're not going to attract the right people so you need to speak to the same audience as your website and your social media and your tone already speaks to Proofreading is huge with your job adverts, can't say that enough. So I use 
Grammarly, Grammarly Premium for my job adverts. I highly, highly recommend. I always have a VA look over my job, job adverts and I always push it back onto my clients to proofread the job adverts as well. So I do all the legwork for them and get it right. But I want them to make sure that they feel like I've nailed their brand and their tone and they might want to just tweak a few things. I highly recommend that for your adverts. Get someone else to read it. Always, always very very important and it's something that as I said I offer in my program so I train people how to write adverts and then I review them because it's so important to get another pair of eyes on it to make sure that it makes sense and it's clear and that there's no freaking typos in it or grammar mistakes a little note about discrimination in your job adverts you do not want to be accused in the market of discriminating against anybody we can actually look at a whole load of legislation such as the sex discrimination act that people can make a complaint against you if you are seen to discriminate on sexual orientation gender identity there's discrimination acts around ethnicity so it is so important to not you to discriminate in your job adverts so you can't talk directly to one sort of sex one sort of age religion gender just absolutely do not do that although I said earlier there's certain type of language that appeals to one gender more than another and that's totally fine because you might want someone from that background or that energy you cannot directly discriminate against any individual group of people so just be really really mindful of that so the sex discrimination act for example makes it unlawful to discriminate against anyone when advertising jobs during recruitment and selection processes and making decisions about training and promotion opportunities so just be really mindful of that i'll add some information into the show notes on that so language is really important do not use polarizing language that talks directly to one subgroup of the population and do not use language that discriminates against someone. It's really interesting in terms of things like experience. This is what I was taught in agency recruitment, and this would be 12 plus years ago. You cannot really put years of experience because that could discriminate against someone young applying for the job, (laughs) right? Just be really careful about using anything specific where someone could say, oh, well, they would discriminate against me because of my age, my gender, my background, my sexual orientation, etc. So just be really mindful on that. There's a whole load of information you can read. You'll be fine. Just have it in the back of your mind. The last thing is you've got your sections of your job adverts and you've written it all up and it's looking great. Where do you advertise? So I can speak to small business advertising. There are three major job boards that I advertise on they are seek indeed so seeks number one I believe indeed number two and then you've got LinkedIn now indeed and LinkedIn offer free job adverts I rarely have success putting anything up for free but the good thing with indeed and LinkedIn is you can do it quite reasonably priced so indeed I believe starts from like five bucks a day and LinkedIn, I think, is around 10 bucks a day. And you can put it up for less time. Now, Seek, the adverts are for a basic advert. It's around $400. Check on the current pricing. And the adverts run for a month. So even if you 
you know, found that you got the right amount of applications and you were ready to shortlist, really your, your adverts are up for a month. Now, I can't go into it in too much detail in just this short podcast, but there's certainly, in my experience, job boards, so Seek versus Indeed versus LinkedIn, that fare better for different types of jobs. And just broadly speaking, LinkedIn is great for really corporate professional jobs. I just think about who's on there. So I've had a lot of success with more senior managerial roles on on LinkedIn. Indeed seems to be really fantastic for administration and customer service. I've had great success with that in Perth, in New South Wales, in South Australia, in Queensland. So it, it, it just seems to be really strong on there. And then seek definitely more of your blue collar, more of your, um, and like I've recruited a mechanic on there. <laughs> it tends to be your more, uh, your, your more outside of the box role because they've got really good ways to label your advert in, t- in terms of really broad categories. So on Seek, people search more in terms of categories. In Indeed and LinkedIn, it's more to do with the title of your role and the keywords. That's how that's how the technology picks it up. So again, the use of language is really important. And if you are writing a Seek advert, be really mindful of the category that you put it in because that's going to affect whose eyes are on it and how they see it. So that should give you a good idea of the job adverts and a bit of an overview. I love talking about this stuff. So always happy to have a chat. I do do free hiring strategy calls. So if you need some consultation on job adverts, I offer that as a one-on-one service. But I highly recommend if you are starting off hiring and you know that you're going to build your team, then my hiring playbook program could be for you. So there's information on that in the show notes. Check it out. But that's going to take you right from all the strategy of your hiring and through all the steps in the process right through to offer stage. It's awesome. It's new. So it's really good value wise. And I'd love to get some of the podcast listeners into that container. And you know, I'm going to give you an epic discount. So I hope that was really helpful on your advert. So just to recap on what your purpose of your job advert is, remember trailer to your movie. (laughs) So summarizing and getting people excited. We talked a little bit about the difference between job adverts and job descriptions. We talked about the must-have job advert sections, the language and the tone in your adverts and making sure it's on brand. We chatted a little bit high level about discrimination in job adverts and where to advertise. So super, super high level. Guys, I hope you found it useful. I would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway on this one. So what did you learn? What did you find useful? And what will you be implementing into your job adverts going forwards? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hiring Advantage podcast. If you have any questions or love the show, head over to at Hiring Advantage on Instagram and let me know. If you learned something today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a review or shared this with someone else that you think would benefit from this knowledge. Until next time, happy hiring queens.